Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walchett, founder of Cali Barbecue and Cali Barbecue Media. In life, in the restaurant business, and in the new creator economy, we learn through lessons and stories. Very grateful for Toast, our primary technology partner, for sponsoring this show, for believing in restaurants, um, for powering our Cali Barbecue restaurants here in San Diego and so many of the restaurants that come onto the show, but giving us the platform, the opportunity to share incredible stories of entrepreneurs and hospitality heroes. Today we have Steel Smiley, chairman of the board of a brand, multiple brands, Crispin Green, Stock and Spade, Paco and Lime, and Steel uh, is, he's actually the perfect guest for entrepreneurs. So I, I don't believe in coincidences. And yesterday I picked up my, uh, my three-year-old daughter and my five-year-old son from daycare and my daughter brought into the car this. <laughs> and if you're watching, if you're if you're listening on a podcast, uh, the go to YouTube and watch the video. But my daughter made a beautiful <laughs> smiley face, and uh, I said that is amazing, Mila. You know what? The guest that I have on that I've been doing all this research on, his name is Steel Smiley, and she uh, she gave me a big smile. So Steel, welcome to the show. Well, uh, really glad to be here, and I and I will double down on that. So that actually came from my grandfather, believe it or not. The original smiley that we use in all the emojis today uh, came from my family. It was my my dad's father uh, who ran for Congress in the 1960s. Put it on, put on a campaign button, made it yellow, and uh, vote vote for Smiley. And that is wow. that is one of the many uh, folklore. Uh, tales of the smiley face, but we have it pretty well documented in in this in our smiley family, including the original buttons, which we all have framed in our houses. So, um, anyway, thank that you, is, thank you, Grandpa. That is amazing. I, I love a good grandfather story. Uh, my grandfather's a big <laughs> a big inspiration with everything uh, that we do here on this show, everything that I do in life, and I'm I'm grateful that uh, you shared that story with us. Yeah, um, especially yeah. I'm you know I'm I'm a huge fan of emojis, and I think. The smiley face is definitely one of my most frequently used emojis. Um, That's good. Let's uh, let's let's do what we always do, which is start with a random our my favorite random question, which is where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage, or venue? You know, I, I'm probably the worst person to ask. I mean, I I kind of pretty much focus on uh, on any on, stage on, on, so my, think, on my hometown think stage. stage. I think I've been to like three concerts in my whole life. Honestly, I mean, probably was I. I, I probably remember Mile High Stadium in Denver, which is where okay. I, I I grew up. That's probably my my favorite stadium. It's really the only stadium I've ever really been to, believe it or not. Um, venue, I, I think I've seen one concert at uh, First Avenue, which is the famous place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where, where Prince, you know, was was sure. originally showed. Uh, and, and that that is kind of it. I'm not a real big out, go out entertainment guy. Well, let's. <laughs> I, uh, I wish I was. No, that's totally cool. We're gonna we're gonna go rent out Mile High Stadium. You know, seventy thousand fans, <laughs> and we're gonna put all the incredible hospitality leaders. So we're so fortunate that this show reaches millions of people. And we like to think that the people that listen to the show, the ones that keep, you know, sending us messages that are running restaurants, running hotels, running nightclubs. Um, they're the ones that are playing the game within the game. We're all trying to level up and we're trying to learn lessons um, from leaders. I'm going to put you in the middle of that football field. We're going to put it with raving hospitality fans, but I'm going to have you give us two minutes 
on you just closed your most recent largest deal for Crispin Green, 40 unit deal. Now I'm going to put a hypothetical. I want you to sell the stadium a 50 unit deal. Why should somebody invest in Crispin Greens? And you have two minutes. Ready, set, go. Ready, that's an set, easy go. one. And you know, the honest answer is I could talk about it for probably two hours. That's why I put that's why I put a time limit on. <laughs> two minutes, yeah. <laughs> I know I'll, who I'll, I interview here. <laughs> and, and 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 I and I think the best stories are the ones that people believe in and not because they're trying to sell anything. We always talk about this all day. And I, and I would say I would start by saying to the group, you know, I, I am not selling you on anything. I mean, I I opted into this business after retiring from the wellness business for 20 years. So I built and grew a large conglomerate of, of, of health clubs all across the world, 20, 25 countries, 2,600 stores and changed. Um, and, and the reason why I came into the hospitality business was because I believe that there's an opportunity to, for people to want to eat, eat healthier. And, 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 and I, I always ask this question. I mean, you know, prior to, you know, a, a few of us across the country embarking on the healthy side of, of, of the QSR space, where would you go for a nice, healthy, quick, you know, meal? And most people would say I'd make it, or I'd do a meal prep, or I'd do a shake, or maybe I'd go to the local grocery store. But, but the reality of it is today is that there are less than three, 400 places to eat healthy, fast, uh, wow. you know, that are affordable, um, in the United States today. And there's what, I think there's still 12,000 pizza huts. Uh, there might be 16,000 Taco Bells. I mean, it, it's, we are a nation flooded with unhealthy options. And so I, I would say whether it is crisp and green or anything else that you're, that you want to be a part of, um, you are betting against a massive wave coming at you. If you don't think that healthy food is going to be the future of, of how we choose to eat. And so I would say, j join me at crisp and green, you, you know, um, not because we're great people, not because we have great leadership or or a, a great brand message, but but join us. Those are all great things, by the way. But join us because you believe in healthy eating as much as I do, and and I, I think you can change your life uh, eating healthy. I think you can re reverse age eating healthy. I think you can you can make a world of difference for your life and for others by eating healthy. And and, and that is why I chose to 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 do this. Um, was to bring healthy food to communities that needed it. So join me in that mission, um, whether it's one unit or, or 1,000. Um, you know, I, I just want to be a part of a, a network and connected to people who love to eat healthy just like I do. And, and it's changed my life, and I think it'll change yours too. So join me. You know, that's probably that's probably the, the pitch. I'm, I love that. What kind of average unit volume are we talking about? What kind of promises are we making? <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're well over 2 million at, at this Amazing. point. Incredible. Which is great. I mean, I think what kind, we're of, in the what kind of store storefronts? How how big are they? Eighteen hundred to twenty four hundred. You know, I think that the large ones um, were were the earlier ones in our system, and and this and and the units keep going, getting smaller, but the volumes are why, are why staying smaller? intact. You know, I, as, as we breached uh, uh, or grew out of the Midwest, where spaces are just cheaper and yep. and uh, you can get more square footage, we're going into more urban markets. We open in in Nomad in, in New York here, uh, you know, in, here in a couple months and awesome. uh, stores in South Florida and, and, you know, all major cities across the U.S. It, it You know, the, the, the right real estate can come in all different shapes and sizes. So we're much more open to a smaller, smaller footprint. Bring me back to store one. Give me a story. You know, store one, um, I made in my name. business plan. Yeah, it, it, it was it was about eating healthy and it was it was a block from where I lived. So th you still this have that not, business plan. 
Oh, oh yeah, we we have we have it. Yeah, it, it was a it, and I was how many pages damn wrong? How many pages? It, it, it was one. I don't build business plans. <laughs> yeah, pe people think you know they, they think, the okay, business plan it. was in my head. <laughs> it, it's it's a financial worksheet, and it, yes. and it's it it was all about unit level economics, and and I'm you know I'm I'm an economics guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a finance person by nature, so I, I didn't build. You know, I, I got into the fitness business. Um, I, I was trained to be in classically, classically trained to be an investment banker, did decide not to go, end up in the fitness business for a million years, and then really just built a business plan around a financial model. And, and that's how I do it. I, I don't ever really sit down and make these elaborate, you know, who's your market? And I don't even think about that. I, I, I subscribe to the Steve Jobs theory of, you know, build something that you think people are going to need, not, not because, yeah. you know, the market maybe is ready for it, but, but you, you think they need it. And so I've always been successful doing that. And, um, and the model, look, I need 1.25. I was like, I need a hundred, you know, 1.25 million first year. That's what I tried to do. We ended up doing 1.7, uh, first year we made, you know, 200 and I think 87,000 after royalty. I, I actually paid royalty a 9% royalty in, into my, uh, you know, pseudo parent company at the time, awesome. just to model Smart. what it yeah. would be like if I was actually a franchisee so I could make money. And, and it, it blew, it, it blew, blew it away. I mean, I was shocked at, 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 at it, it was a different time, 2016. I mean, it was different than it is today, but, but I realized I had, I had something special and, 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 and that's, uh, you know, and that's why I decided to build number two and then, and then number three, but we didn't really start even franchising until after the pandemic. And that's kind of a whole story unto itself, but you know, we really never built crisp and green with the idea that it would be a national brand. I built it to be something special as a single unit. And yeah, I think the best brands come that way. Right. You know, and when you started that first unit, what was the biggest lesson that you learned the difference between hospitality and the food side versus hospitality and the fitness side? Yeah, I, I will tell you for anybody listening, you, you know, I'm speaking to the choir, but for anyone who's not in the hospitality business, I mean, you, you, you got to give so much respect and love to every person who you see. And I, and I, and I, I almost walk in, I have goosebumps saying this, but you walk into any restaurant, any service experience anywhere in the world. And, and my, I just have so much respect for what it takes to do that business. I mean, the fitness business is, is absolutely easy compared to the restaurant and hospitality business. I mean, I had no idea what would go into it. And quite honestly, had I known what would go into it, I probably wouldn't have done it. Um, so I, I was naive and, and, and that was probably to my favor, but you know, it's not a lot of hard things in the restaurant business, uh, in the hospitality business. It's just a lot of things you have to do really, really well all the time. I mean, there, there's no half-ass this piece or that piece. I mean, it's, it's, they're easy things, but there's 30 of them. And in fitness, you know, there are relatively easy things, but there's three, you know? And so um, you, you see a lot of people successful in fitness that might not, you know, uh, have the stomach to go into this business. And, and uh, I, I was naive. I didn't know any better. And, and I learned, I mean, I, I learned from my, from my best friend, Ryan at, at the time. And uh, he, he, he gave me some lessons and, and together we decided to do something special. And, and, you know, he, he kind of, taught me, you know, say, Hey, still, you know, take a look at this, you know, you want got to watch labor. I'm like, what's labor? You know, I mean, Oh, he's, you know, so <laughs> what's uh, labor? yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it was literally learn on the fly and, um, and it was a re most rewarding experience of my life by far, but that, but, but unbelievably challenging. Um, and I had no idea what I was getting into, which was, which was great. And, and we've certainly brought in the team to make it great today, but, uh, I I'm lucky that we made it through that most difficult time.
what tips do you have for somebody that's recruiting teams for growth? You know, I, I think it ultimately comes down to the ability to build a positive ecosystem within whatever four walls you're operating in, whether it's a corporate environment, um, whether it's, it's, it's a individual unit, uh, whether it's a, you know, hospitality in a hotel or whatever it is, tr fitness trainers. I mean, people today are buying the environment and they're buying the story. And so you, you need to be connected to, um, you know, providing the best environment you can for the people that are are there because they don't need to be there. And, and that is a big difference from where, you know, we used to be in the early 2000, 2010s to where we at, we're at today. I mean, people have an option and, and they're going to, you know, join your mission if if you treat them well and uh, you go above and beyond to make their experience great. And so that's how one of the big keys to how we've been successful is that, you know, we, we look at our teammates as, you know, our, our, our primary asset and, uh, and, and, and put them first in the decisions, which is, which is what you have to do to be successful today, especially. So anybody that's uh, listening to this show, um, our, our longtime listeners, they know how much we believe in online storytelling. Obviously we wouldn't be a barbecue media company if we didn't have the power of the internet um, to connect with so many different people. Crisp and Green, you guys have 65,000 followers on Instagram. Please go check them out. We'll put links in the show note at Crisp and Green. Uh, LinkedIn, you have 10,000 followers. Crisp and Green on Facebook, 15,000. TikTok, you guys just started. Um, so you're at 143, but I know that's going to grow very quickly. <laughs> I didn't and, even know that. So that, well, that, that, I'm, I'm breaking news. I'm breaking news to the chairman of the board here. <laughs> So that's uh, congratulations to the to the digital team. Um, yeah. But then I, I wanted to talk about personal brand. So uh, a case study that we bring up is Apple has across all of their social platforms, 8.7 million followers. Yet Tim Cook has 13.7 million. Tesla has 18 million. Yet Elon Musk has 116 million. Virgin has 250,000. Richard Branson has 12 million. So I know you guys have been focusing on the crisp and green digital profile, digital storytelling. And when I Google steel smiley, I get close to 4 million Google results. You have an incredible background, fitness background, hospitality background. You've been in all the publications. Yeah, when, nice. <laughs> when is steel ready to build that personal social brand? When are you going to come out on TikTok? When are you going to create that Instagram profile to clip up these this pieces of content so that your mission, what you're teaching, um, goes to a larger audience? Well, that is a question. And we, we joked before the podcast. So you asked me something no one's <laughs> ever asked me. You, you, you got me there. And, and, and the answer is pretty easy. I mean, I, um, you know, contrary to probably what you would see if you google searched me um you know i i actually am a, am a very private person by nature and i and i i i just the idea of putting something out about myself and thinking that anyone else would find it interesting other than my mother um is is, is just so foreign to me that anybody would care and and so um you know maybe that's my being completely naive or 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 or, it, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's about me pouring all my energy and love and life force into the brands that I built. I mean, I think I built now seven brands or something. So, um, you know, every time you go through that process, it, it's like you're building something very special. And that really is a reflection of, of, of me. And they all are different pieces of me, you know? Um, and, and so 
I let that shine more than I let the person shine. And and I also look at this now, now that, you know, we have a wonderful CEO in place. And I think I have this new, new title of, of chairman of the board and, you know, uh, you know, so, so whatever people choose to call me founder, um, you know, it really is, is, is very little about the person who founded the business, um, you know, as it is the people that are, you know, in the units, making it count the people that are, um, you, you know, behind that counter, you know, providing that gr- great service every day. It's our franchisees who have signed up for this mission to, to, to be the first to deliver healthy food across the country. I mean, that th- they're the ones that should get it. And then it's my team who is putting forth the effort um, at every day, uh, you know, 12, 14 hours a day to make it work. So I, I don't think anybody would care. I think my mother would care. And that's probably it. And, that, and that's why I don't do it, you know? So I'm going to challenge you on that because I would argue that so many people would care. And it's actually your responsibility if you're leading this fitness revolution and this health food, slow food, fast, getting you know more affordable food and quality food to people all across the United States and all, all across the globe. I mean, the fact is when I did research on you, all of the interviews that you've done, you have nuggets of wisdom and that wisdom we, you know, we think that no one cares yet. We think that no one's watching or we think that people, you know, we're going to let our other teams shine and they will shine, but they need you. Well, I, I really appreciate that. And, and I respect you a lot. And and maybe I will change my tune on that. You know, it's um, I, I, I only have what I've learned to share. I, 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 I publicly said, I will give away all of my resources that I've that I will attain from the businesses. And, and so for me, it's not a monetary goal yep. or success. It, it's about giving back. And so if that's a way for me to help, I mean, you know, the, you know, God knows I'll do it. I mean, I, I will do whatever I possibly can to help and anyone that needs it. And, uh, and I, and I probably should take notice. I think on LinkedIn, I mean, I think I have 50 yeah, people. You do. Uh, I, I think I have, I mean, it must be eight or 9,000 that yes. are pending um, request probably, probably. Yeah. Request including me, thing I, including oh, me. Really? Okay. <laughs> I don't even look, I mean, I don't even look, I think, me. I, think, I think it's on Instagram too. It's, yeah. it's, uh, there's, there's thousands, I, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, look, I mean, I, I, I think the time will be there for me to tell the story, but the story is, man, it, 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 it would take a long day to share the story. But the, of, but of the beautiful steel. thing is, is when you build in public, which you're already doing in real life, the skills that you have and the knowledge that you have and the things that you're imparting on your franchisees and your team, those are the things that not just they need, we all need. You know, we really, all need that information. It's thank you. We say be the show, not the commercial. The problem we uh, with social media is we all think that we need to make a commercial about our personal brand or a commercial about our business. That's not what people want. We connect to humans. We connect to community. We connect to the village. And the more that you show up, the more accessible you are across all these platforms. And I'm sure you have an incredible team that can just capture. You don't have to do anything different than what you're already doing. You just Look, have to make I, it a priority. I, I really appreciate that. And and again, I've never even spoken about this. That's the first time anyone's ever brought that up. I told up. you I, I would tell. I have no, no, no I, 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 I love I wouldn't, it. And, and I, I wouldn't think, be I think here brilliant. today having this conversation with you if I didn't truly believe it. I mean, I, like I said, this, there is no coincidence in my life that my daughter <laughs> handed me a smiley face yesterday. I mean, we are supposed to have this conversation. It's supposed to be on entrepreneur.com. And for me, it's really exciting because you're building the future of America. You're building the future of hospitality and you're getting people incredible, great food. 
you know, you're changing the landscape and you're having the important conversations that we need to have in a very difficult business. This well, business I, I really, is not easy. No, no, it's not. And I, and I really, really appreciate that. And it's, it's very encouraging to hear you say that. And look, I mean, my life's mission is very clear. I'm, I'm here to serve others. That's, that is why I'm here. Um, it took me, you know, 40 years of my life to realize that that was why I was supposed to be on earth. And so, um, you know, it, it's certainly not to accumulate anything special the, or the internet's or, or, waiting for you. The social well, platforms I, are waiting for you. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I, I have, I have a lot to give and, and a lot of ways I think I can, I can help others, uh, um, you know, and in, including in, in, in the future, yep. um, you know, would be the platform of the idea that I'd be able to help entrepreneurs truly with, with, with capital as well. And, and so, um, that, that is something that, you know, I'd like to be able to do in, in, in the future as a part of my give back strategy and, and, and not even ask for returns. It, it's more about what can I do to help make someone's day a little bit easier? Cause you know, the, the, the world of hospitality at the level of what we're doing, which is, you know, truly a, a store a week, which, you know, I don't wow. think has been done in hospitality outside of, um, you know, probably outside of Chipotle or Starbucks or some of the big guys. And, you know, we, look, most people don't realize this. I mean, we, we are self-funded. I'm self-funded. So we, we don't have, we're, we're the largest. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, we've never taken venture capital. We're the largest privately held wellness. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, wellness oriented restaurant company that's never taken outside capital. And I think we were told by someone we're in the last 20 years, I think uh, that we're, we're, the, we're the largest that, that got to the size without doing it. So um, it, it, it's been extraordinarily difficult, but extra, extraordinarily re rewarding. And, and the reality is we will probably end up with, with 3000 unit systems, I, I think is where Amazing. things will land, which is, which is really a, a true bless, you know, blessing. And, uh, and it should give me the opportunity to give a platform to help, help a lot of other people, you know, because bring, of that. Bring me inside the, uh, the technology that fuels, uh, crisp and green, because what we, what we teach is digital hospitality. So much of what we do as restaurant brick and mortar businesses, you know, you talked about the pandemic accelerated our growth. If you believe in the internet, you can be in a place where you're still in business, thriving in business. If you invested in the internet, what kind of things did you guys do, um, at crisp and green to really, uh, really accelerate your growth? And I have a two-sided, uh, two-sided kind of answer to that. But I will tell you that the, the the digital tools are critical. Those that had the digital tools during the pandemic, we all know they got severely rewarded, um, and, and it worked. Our 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 our, uh, our ordering went from roughly seven eight percent of people would use our digital tool uh, to over seventy five percent in in a matter of of months. So we we were very fortunate. That we invested in those pieces before we did it, but I will tell you the hospitality when when you walk into that store, and, and for us, it's it's the fitness events, it's the activation, it's the community yeah. activation that I brought from the fitness business that I didn't know had never been injected really into the hospitality business in the way that we do it. Um, you know, is it, another big part of that. So it's not only you know uh, attracting that client and giving them world class technology but also allowing that when that person steps into your, your store, which is where I think most people fall short, you still got to give them the yep. big smile and you still got to greet them and say, thank you for coming in. Thanks for, you know, for, for making our, our day. And, and we actually hand write on those bags and, and, and we say, you know, we, we write notes to the customers and say, you know, sometimes it's like a healthy joke um, or, or it's something cute, or if it's a repeat customer say, you know, welcome back. Thank you. Um, you know, we, we put thank you cards to in, inside the, the bags um, I, I don't care how many units we have. We we are as thankful for that customer in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, as as we are in New York, as we are in 
you know, in Dallas, Texas. I mean, so we're, we're, we want to really create a great ecosystem of hospitality that extends just beyond that digital platform too, because it's, it's the whole piece, you know? So one of the things we share on the show is something my grandfather taught me, which is stay curious, get involved, ask for help. Uh, how did you ask for help? How did you give up the CEO role recently? Why? That, that was the very interesting time. And, and I, I, I realized that I had a fiduciary responsibility to everybody that uh, had become a franchisee of mine. And um, I wanted to make sure that they had the best possible experience. And as we grew as a company, it became very clear to me that, you know, my skill sets of growing a brand, sort of ideating the future, thinking about what would be the future of the menu and the and the fitness and the wellness and, and how we'd integrate and maybe how digitally you know ordering would be done in the future and all the things were very different than the day-to-day -day tactical needs that a system that has hundreds of units coming needs. And, and so I, I had a relationship uh, with a gentleman um, who became our CEO, his name's Kelly. And um, you know, I I called him and I said, Kelly, you know, very rarely does a CEO founder want to give up the title. Um, but I said, I would do it if you and I could join at the hip, you bring all your operational expertise to the business. I'll bring all my innovation and passion and founder love to the business. And together we'll create something unique. And he said, okay, you know, so does that mean I get to be CEO? And I said, sure, sure. You get to be CEO. I'll come up with some other title. I don't, I don't care, but it, it became clear in our conversations that was the right decision. And I think founders would benefit by that because very rarely is the founder the right person for every stage of the brand. The problem is founders never get out of the damn way. And I didn't want to be the last guy standing, you know, trying to learn everything that needed to be learned at the speed of which our business needed, um, which was right now. I mean, you, you you go from a system that had seven stores, you know, in, you know, pre-pandemic, no stores coming to seven stores, you know, now we're, you know, I don't even know how many count we have in, in the ground, but, you know, 250 in the queue and that's growing by the day. So, you know, that, that is an unbelievable growth. And, and, and so the founder probably isn't the right guy for it, but, you know, I just didn't, didn't want to be last guy standing. And so we, we built a nice relationship and, uh, and uh, we, 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 we met at an undisclosed location and we, we spent the, the, the day there together talking about the business. And um, two weeks later, we announced him as our CEO. It's incredible. It takes a, a lot of humility, self-reflection and, uh, and leadership to do that, to know. I mean, and, and you're right. Most founders don't get out. We don't get out of our own way. Yeah. And, and and I look, I mean, I, I was that guy in, in, in fitness and, and I grew up kind of in the fitness business. So I felt like I really knew that business cold and, and the restaurant business, I was, I was a new entrant, you know, I, I brought a new perspective. I had literally no knowledge of the restaurant. I didn't know supply chain. I literally knew zero. So it, it was at, at the speed of which our business grew, it was time to bring in someone who was that expert. And, and so it, it, it was the right decision. And, and we've been rewarded for that. I mean, our, our, our franchise partners, um, you know, we're, we're appreciative of, of that move. I, I think, um, you know, not that there was, you know, anyone had asked, I don't think anyone had even considered that I would actually make that move. It was, it was completely out of the, 
you know, blind, uh, you know, out of the middle of nowhere. And I, and I told the team and, and team, you know, I mean, there people cried and, and it was emotional. And, and the day I told the team, I mean, I was emotional. I mean, it's like, I thinking of stepping back from the company you founded is a, is a hell of an endeavor, yeah. but, um, it was the right thing to do. And I, I've, I've been living that way more so in the last five years than any time in my life of do the right thing, even if it doesn't mean you're the beneficiary, which by the me, by the way, you put more people in, you know, that, that means the founder, you know, that that's, that's more resources going to everyone else. Yeah. And it's, it's, but it was the right thing. And in my heart, I felt good about it. In the hospitality business as leaders, as men, especially, uh, we pour our hearts into everybody else, everyone around us, our teams, our families, um, our village, our communities, very infrequently do we take care of ourselves and prioritize, um, ourselves. What do you do? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still working on that community, you know, you all, I, you, I, you're on all in guy, yeah, <laughs> all gas, I, I no mean, break. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't have the break and, and uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I would love to have a community around me at some point in my life that, that helps me, you know, be my best. But right, right now, this season of life is about me helping others be their best. And that, for, from today until I'm done, that is what I will do. And, and so that, that is my life's mission, but I, I, I do very much participate in wellness. I mean, I, you know, I run every, every day, every morning, no matter what in, in Minnesota, it's cold. It's, you, know, you run barefoot. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. that would be exceptionally <laughs> I, talk, difficult. I talked to a tech founder yesterday and he told me he started running barefoot. I was like, that's, <laughs> that is, that's next level. We have too much ice on the ground for that. So I, I run in a yeah. special shoe. And, uh, you know, I, I work out, I lift weights every night, I run every morning. So, you know, I get a lot of wellness in my life and that's never going to change. Um, it's kept me probably biologically 15 years younger than I, than I am. Um, I'm not, I'm not a young person anymore, but it's kept me young. So that's what I do. But, but community is on my list for the future. You know, that's great. Uh, on your website, one of your mantras is revolution is a part of my style and part of good business. I dream something and then I go and I build it. People don't do that. You know, people dream, <laughs> but they stop. And yeah. for some reason, I don't know what happened to me. And, and I, I give the credit to my parents or my environment. I never learned how to just dream. And then I just like, okay, I'll do it. And, and, and you're kind of that kid in the playground says, he said, he's going to do it. And, and, and <laughs> he ain't going to do it. And I did it. You know, I was yeah. that kid. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go jump over the ridge, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I just don't have that off button. And so um, it doesn't mean that every decision you make is perfected out of the gate. It, it means that, you know, you're, you're committed to the process of doing what you can to make every decision end well, even if maybe your thesis was five degrees off in the beginning, which has happened many, many times. I mean, um, you know, so it's, it's really all about, you know, making sure the end works out and, uh, and putting forth all of your energy and passion and, and love into, into just dr dreaming and stop, you know, keep, keep dreaming. I mean, don't, don't stop, you know, because my, my, my partners, a franchise partner, I mean, they want what's next. And, yep. and so we, we've been very successful coming up with things that are next and, uh, and, and that's what they expect. And that's, and that's my job. So, you know, as, I spend a lot of as, time doing that these days, as the chief visionary officer, it's often difficult for people to put big ideas out into the world why do you put those big ideas out into the world 
because that's all I have to give. I mean, I, that's all, that's all the, the, the that I can do. I, I'm not a, you know, the, the, the person that, you know, walks into the room and talks to a hundred different people. I, I don't have a large community in my life. I mean, to me, it's not about, um, you know, giving parts of me in, in a lot of other places. So business is where I, I have the ability to make an impact and, uh, and, and, and that's where I choose to put my focus, at least for today. And, and the rest of it, t- time will, 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 will provide. And, and I'm, I'm anxiously waiting for those days. But right now it's, you know, business is my forum and, and that's where I focus. So why the ampersand? You know, it, it was a great way for us to marry the name of two things together that uh, that should go together and, and, and have a unique logo. And so we, we kind of built this logo. I remember the first you know iteration was kind of a raw, kind of a fork. And we said, you know, it, it just worked. And uh, we, we were very lucky to, you know, own that mark uh, globally and, and, and secure it. But uh, as you, as you know, in the restaurant business and everyone listening, boy, it, you know, your IP is critical, especially as you grow across the country. And especially when you choose to, you know, to grow across the rest of the world, which, which, which will happen for these brands at some, at some point. So, you know, that's, you got to have a, a unique and memorable name. So tell the audience about uh, Stock and Spade. So, so Stock and Spade um, was, uh, you know, the, the, the idea behind that was really about bridging healthy food with plants. And, and um, I, I have been, plant-based my entire, you know, for, for pretty much my entire adult life. Um, wow. I, I, I kind of did it on, on a medical need. Uh, you know, it was a suggested need of still, you're going to live a better life. If you, if you choose to go this route, I listened, the Mayo clinic told me where it's in my backyard. I listened and that, that was over a decade ago. So, you know, wow. I, I believe that you can reverse age. Um, I, I, I truly do. And, and I spend probably, um, you know, too much time learning about how food can impact, your aging and and your your chromosomes and your telomeres and all these crazy things I could talk all day about about how you you can reverse your body's ability to 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 repair inflammation and age and, and plants do it now the the reality of it is is the earth ready for plants um, I, I I think you know chains like crisp and green certainly are proving that because the majority of what we sell is plants it's just packaged with a little bit of meat in the middle as well. Um, Sock and Spade is, is so innovative because it really was, you know, a hundred percent plants and wow. you will continue to see innovation in that, in that brand as we grow, because the reality of it is, is that the, the innovation around plants is, is changing so much and people can eat actually real whole meals, not even knowing that they're eating actual plants. And um, I think some of the biggest changes you'll see in our business over the next, you know, 12 to 16 months uh, will will be around plant based eating because the 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 industry is changing so fast and uh, and um, and it's exciting it's exciting to be a part of it especially since it's so clear you know close to me because that's the way I live you know. What business are you in? I'm in the people business. I mean we we are we are in the 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 hospitality and service and smiles business. I mean I I I will tell you I. I I rarely walk in anywhere across the country. And we, we, you know, we, one of the benefits of this job is you do travel a lot and you get to see a lot. I rarely ever walk in and see anybody smile. And the only problem with the digital technology today is, it, is it's it's taken away the human element. But but we all want that. I mean, everybody wants that. And and so 
Um, I, I want to make sure when you walk into my stores anywhere in the United States, you're greeted with a smile. And 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 that is so critical. And it 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 can make your day even when you didn't know you needed it. And and so that's what I hope we can do. And and I know every brand in the world tries to do that. It's it's so easy to say, it's so hard to do, but it makes such a difference in, in people's life is to is to feel like, hey, you're you're welcome in, you know. Um, because eating healthy can be intimidating for people in some of these markets that they haven't had it before. I mean, you know, be, before Crisp and Green, honestly, in most of these small towns that we go into, the only healthy eating they've ever had was Subway. So, you know, it, it's, it, 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 and, and that's the God's honest truth. I mean, you, you walk into Sioux Falls, South Dakota, there, there was no options to eat healthy until Crisp and Green got there. It was Subways. It was five Subways. And so, um, you know, how, how do we provide a welcoming experience, walk that person through our menu, help them understand the right choice to make and, and make them feel comfortable to come back, you know, and maybe they're just starting their wellness journey. Maybe they're in the beginning of trying to eat healthy and live a better life. Our job is to be that ambassador and, and make them feel comfortable and, and be a very approachable set of brands, not intimidating brands that, you know, we're, we're too cool to be there. We, we want to be the nice kids yeah. at the lunch table that are also the cool kids, you know, there you go. Yeah. So you said early on uh, your first store, you built in that 9% uh, revenue for royalty because you I did. want, because you wanted to prove the franchise model for somebody that's listening to this, that has an independent restaurant, that's thinking about going the franchise route. Um, what kind of advice would you give to them? I, you know, th this one's very clear and, and I, I, I did not take this advice, although I, maybe I, I was my own person, my own mentor in the, in the franchise business. I did franchise across the world. So I knew franchising very, very well. Um, I mean, there's probably been five or eight of us in the United States that have franchised in, you know, over 25 countries. So it's a, it's a small group. Uh, but I, I, I really believe if I was building a, a new brand and I did not come from the, from, you know, the franchise business, I would absolutely pick one of the eight, pick somebody who has done it internationally, not, not just built 200 stores in the U S that, that is a great achievement, but it, it, it it's a lot of people have done that. Find somebody who has seen it all across the world. And there's, you know, maybe eight or 10 of us in, in the United States, find one of those guys or gals and partner with them. And, you know, we're lucky in my company, we have two of us that have done that. My, my partner wow. early that I chose, um, you know, Meredith, who is hopefully will listen to this one day is, is so talented. I mean, she, she did it for anytime fitness across the globe at 4,000 stores. So, you know, we, we have two, maybe two of the eight in the same company, but, uh, you know, the, 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 the key is, uh, find somebody that has been there, cut them into you, into the deal somehow, get them to be a part of what you're doing. You will save years of headache and so much, uh, you know, oscillating back and forth on the right decisions. If you find someone who knows what to do. I love it. So anybody that's listening to the show every Wednesday and every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time on the social audio app clubhouse. Um, if you're a listener, please join us on that app. That way you can get on stage and talk about your hospitality journey, whether you're in sales, whether you're in marketing, whether you own restaurants. Um, we have an incredible community of digital hospitality leaders from all over the globe. Um, we also give shout outs. So this week's shout out is going to Kyle Jensen. 
and Kyle and Jensen. So Kyle and Sarah and Jensen Cummings, who are both my co-hosts, um, they both say what's up to you, Steele, because you've been on both of their shows. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But the fact that we get all these podcasters also in the same space um, is why I'm so excited about the room that we uh, we have. We also started a new show called Restaurant Idea Factory. So check that out. But I wanted to give Steele an opportunity. Uh, you gave Meredith a shout out, but there's is there someone else on the team? This is going out to entrepreneur.com. I know we always want to include everybody in the entire ecosystem, but I need you to single out somebody um, that's gone above and beyond right now, this year, 2023. Well, I think the easy answer, um, you know, for me, it's, 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 it's my parents and uh, you know, that's probably a, a, a canned answer, but um, no. I mean, you know, I, I, I would not be where I'm at today without their guidance. My mom on how to, you know, make sure that I am the best human that I can be um uh which is which is amazing and and my dad the same way but also on all the lessons he he's learned and so he was you know, worked his way up to 30 years uh, from literally edit, editor of a newsletter to you know the, the top executive in a fortune 50 company and I, and I and I saw him do that and and my mom supported our family along the whole way so i mean you you learn a lot of great lessons by who you surround yourself and I, i've never listened as much as I do today, I will get on the phone and they, and they will tell me, and I just, I listen and, and they're right. And, and it took me again, maybe 40 years of hardheadedness to, to get to that point. But uh, I like to think that we all want to be the best versions of ourselves, And they've helped me, help me do that. I'm very thankful. It's definitely not a canned answer. It's actually the first time somebody's shouted out their parents. Really? Which wow. Is kind of, kind of crazy, but um, nonetheless, if you guys want to reach out to me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. And that is on all the social platforms, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, um, or you can just email me, Sean, S-H-A-W-N at CaliBBQ.media. Um, love to hear from people on the show. We're going to put all of the links to steal Smiley's brands. Um, please follow them on social. I'm also going to hopefully, by the time this episode <laughs> publishes, I'm going to put Steele's personal social accounts. So that's yeah, a challenge. Hit me up that's on a Instagram. challenge to his, his marketing team. Oh, you on Instagram? Someone, someone, someone could be my first follower. Literally. I will be your first follower. I will be your first follower. <laughs> you send me that. You send me that Instagram link. I will be your first follower on all platforms. That will be a, that'll be a, a feather in my cap for the show. Oh, that'd be good. Steel Smiley. So it's at Steel, Steel Smiley. So it's Smiley. very, it's very easy. I can't say I, I know how to monitor it and I don't look at it, but I, okay. but I will, I will figure that out. We're going to, you figure <laughs> it out or you get someone on your team to figure it out. Um, you've got too much incredible content to share with the world. Thank you Thank so you much so. for your time. If you guys are listening to the show, best way to help the show is, uh, is to share it, share the show with somebody um, that could benefit from Steel's message. And um, thank you guys for tuning in. We're, we're truly grateful uh, for the opportunity. Thank you to Toast. Thank you to Atmosphere for believing in the show and given us the opportunity to to have conversations like these we will catch you guys all next week thank you steel and a special thank you to our title sponsor toast toast is the primary technology partner that we use at our restaurant cali barbecue It is also the primary technology partner that so many of the guests have shared with us on this show people like sam the cooking guy stacy poonkinney jeff alexander so many times the guests tell us that they're using toast when we didn't even know that going into the interview that is why we are so grateful that they sponsor this show we want you to win you that listen to this show we want you to improve your digital hospitality toast is built for restaurants and it's built for you 
Toast is the restaurant first platform that's built for your needs, whatever your size, concept, or ambitions. Improve your bottom line with a customizable platform that's easy to learn, use, and grow with. And it meets you where you are with all the right tools for your price point. If you have any questions about Toast, please DM me at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. I will get you the link to the right Toast contact in your market. It's so important that if you listen to this show, that you win. We want you to be on this show eventually. Let us know that you heard the show, you heard about Toast, you implemented Toast, you did a Toast unboxing in your restaurant. Talk to us about how you've impacted your village, your city, your community. Share your Toast story with us. DM me today to learn more. Be sure to check out Toast.